What exactly can you buy and can't you buy in your self-directed IRA or solo 401k? Well, my friends, I'm going to pull back the curtain and show you exactly what the capabilities and potential are for your self-directed IRA right now. I'm Brian Ellis. Let's take a look. It's time. He's here. Now, broadcasting from SDI Central Command in the depths of his hidden compound located far from the rock of Wall Street and Washington. We've again established contact with our leader, Brian Ellis. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I know you enjoyed that segment from Carol talking about the three questions to ask about the types of jobs in the markets that you are considering targeting for your investment portfolio. Good, good information. Thank you, Carol. My friends, we are going to get back to some Q&A right now. And we have gotten so many great questions in here at feedback at selfdirected.org. That's the place where you ought to send your questions as well. Feedback at selfdirected.org. Back to some Q&A now, my friends. Paul, a retiree from the Back Bay part of Boston, writes and says, Brian, I am retired and have a rather substantial IRA and am very interested in transferring into a self-directed IRA and making alternative investments like you've been teaching. However, I'm very concerned about the types of assets that I can invest in. Can you help me to understand what are my limits? Thank you, Paul. Uh, Paul, yes, I can help you to understand that. Uh, So here's the thing. There are practically no limits on the types of assets that you can purchase in a self-directed IRA. In fact, the law that created the IRA, that's called ERISA, the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, ERISA stipulated only two types of assets that would be fundamentally prohibited in your IRA. Those two types of assets are, number one, life insurance, and number two, collectibles. You can't invest in life insurance or collectibles uh, in your IRA. Uh, We all know what life insurance is, uh, so the the natural question that follows is, what is a collectible? That is kind of a generic term, frankly. The IRS does give us a little bit of a list to help clarify that. Uh, The list includes artwork, rugs, antiques, medals, gems, stamps, coins, alcoholic beverages, and the last thing on the list is certain other tangible personal property, which is sufficiently vague. I think that probably means there are other things that should be on this list, and we'll let you know when we find them. (laughs) But those are the things that are considered to be collectibles, Paul. Now, those are, as far as asset classes or, or types of assets, those are the only things that are specifically prohibited. Those are not, however, the only uh, prohibitions. Now, I do want to add that in the event that you uh, use your IRA to purchase one of those types of assets anyway, either a life insurance or a collectible, let's say you spend $50,000 to buy a a really nice uh, antique. So the the way the IRS will look at that is that they'll say that you spent fifty grand on a collectible, something that is prohibited. So they're going to view that fifty thousand dollars as as having been distributed to you. Now you are a retiree, so that might not be a problem for you, um, depending on when you uh, purchase the uh, 
when when you purchase the the antique but by and large whenever you make a uh, whenever you you make a purchase with with an IRA of a prohibited asset that's going to be treated as a distribution of that amount of money and so if it's a traditional IRA you're going to have to pay taxes on the amount of money that uh, that's distributed to you um, and if you uh, withdrew that uh, prior to age 59 and a half you'll also be subject to uh, a 10 percent early withdrawal penalty and there could be some uh, uh, some additional interest on top of it depending on on how long ago all of this happened so that's what happens if you buy one of these prohibited assets anyway okay Paul now that's important for you to understand that uh, that those two particular types of assets are prohibited but I want you to notice what is not prohibited what is not prohibited is everything else real estate precious metals private companies intellectual property tax liens just about anything you can possibly imagine is potentially on the table but there are other restrictions that are in play and the biggest most important one is something called uh, the disqualified person the disqualified person a, a disqualified person is a person or entity that the IRS specifically tells you you cannot do any business with them through your IRA and if you do it's kind of like kryptonite and a nuclear explosion and a tax audit all in the same event it's that bad so who are disqualified persons and who do you know exactly who you should avoid when you're doing uh, investments through your self-directed IRA well I'm going to tell you who they are when we come back in the next segment. We will be right back. Send your questions and comments to feedback at sditalk.com. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice because it's not that. And you know it. This show is the property of SDIP Trust. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. 